So today's the last day of 2021, and the Sixers celebrated big time last night by getting their biggest win of the season in Brooklyn. Today, we discuss it all. Let's go. Perfect. Perfect. What is going on, everybody? RB here. Welcome back on into Philly Take with RB. Like always, hit that like button if you enjoy the content. One more time for 2021. Subscribe if you're new to the channel and hit the bell so you get all the notifications when we drop content or go live. This is our last video of 2021, and I just wanted to take a quick second to thank each and every one of you for the continued appreciation and support. Whether we agree, disagree, doesn't matter, man. We come in here and we're a family, and we're growing the community. Let's continue to rise to bigger heights in 2022 because this year we did some things that I really thought, you know, were unthinkable in my mind, um, and it's just been a crazy year, so I really appreciate each and every one of you. Last night was our last live stream of 2021, and boy, was it a fun one. The Sixers take down the Brooklyn Nets 110-102 to in Brooklyn with Joel Embiid waving them off the floor on the road. It's, it's unbelievable. What a game. This Sixers team impressed me, and just what a way to cap off what's been really an insane year for this franchise as we head in to a brand new 2022. Happy New Year, everybody. I hope you are all safe, um, and I hope you all enjoyed last night's game because the Sixers come down to it and down the stretch. You know, we can talk about the game. We could talk about the first quarter, how we came out hot and this and, you know, game of runs back and forth. All I care about is what I saw in the fourth quarter last night. Obviously, Doc Rivers was out, and I'm not going to say it's a coincidence either way, but Dan Burke securing his first W as a head coach. And boy, oh boy, we ran through Joel Embiid and Tyrese Maxey down the stretch. How long have we been screaming this for weeks and months? This offense needs to run through Tyrese Maxey and Joel Embiid. They are the focal points of today. And, and, you know, I watched Tyrese Maxey, and it was like the rubber band was stretching on him. The rubber band was stretching and stretching, and finally, pop, they let it go. They let him play freely, and you see what he did down the stretch. Big shot after big shot, big bucket, just ice in his veins, man. That kid is going to be special. Tyrese Maxey with 25 points last night, 10 for 18 from the field, 5 for 8 from beyond the arc. 5 for 8 from beyond the arc. Think about that. Five three-pointers for Tyrese Maxey, who in his second year in the NBA is 21 years old, pretty much his first year actually starting. Tyrese Maxey came out last night, and the one knock coming on him out of college was that he could not shoot the three ball. He came out last night and hit five threes. Five. Meanwhile, a special someone in their fifth year in the NBA won't even shoot one. You see what I mean? You see how crazy that is? Wow, just think about that. Anyway, seven rebounds and four assists for Tyrese Maxey. No turnovers as he had to guard James Harden as well. Unbelievable. Joel Embiid, the story once again, 34 points, 11 for 23 from the field, uh, three for five from deep, nine for 12 from the charity stripe, seven rebounds, one assist, three steals, one block. It's just unbelievable reading this guy's stat line and just trying to think about, is this, you know, even reality? Is it even reality sometimes? Because, you know, and it's funny, like, we haven't heard the little haters, the trolls, the the Ben Fenders in a long time. And honestly, I just have to put it out there. You know, this is the home of the hottest takes. I got to be honest, Joel Embiid, to me, is top three in the MVP conversation right now. Just, just to see the way that he is carrying this team without sufficient, sufficient help. 
You know, without another counterpart that he can really rely on. It, it's unbelievable what this guy's doing. Think about that stat line for a second, man. It's it's just unreal. Um, uh, interesting stat for you. Joel Embiid continues to dominate on the road. He is the first 76er since Wilt Chamberlain in 1967-68 to average at least 36 points per game and 10 rebounds per game over seven road games. He's has 30-plus in his last seven road games. It's just, it's unreal, man. And again, I, I don't want to hear any more slander, any more trolling about Joel Embiid. He is one of the greats in this game. He transcends. He really transcends. It's unreal sometimes to see a guy of his caliber, you know, hitting step backs, um, you know, off the dribble. It's just, it's crazy. It really is. And, you know, I, I'm glad that we're not hearing any of the trolling anymore. And I'm just expecting this guy to continue to take it to greater heights because every single game, he just blows my mind. It blows my mind what he can do. And now he's hitting that scary stride, that scary groove where he's hitting his threes, he's hitting jumpers, he's hitting these crazy shots. He's back in MVP form and he's, you know, getting down low every game, living in the paint and he's not settling as much, man. It's just, it's been special and it's time to get him some help um, because he deserves it. He really does. Joel Embiid, unbelievable. Let's look at the last bucket he had last night uh, that kind of led up to the whole scuffle. Look at this. Joel Embiid had an and one bumping Maxi's chest. You see Niang there in the back, you know, getting fired up. Toby, one one possession down a stretch. Toby couldn't hit the floater or the little uh, fadeaway. Joel gets it, cleans it up. Look at Niang pushing him in the back. Joel getting hype. Unbelievable. And then we have this scene where Joel Embiid is so savage. The Trowell is back. Trowell is officially back. He's waving off the nets on their home floor. Talking his stuff to Kevin Durant. And by the way, after the game, KD said that, you know, they were just playing fun. It was respectful. And Embiid said that KD is one of the only guys he can really believe is more talented than he is. And these guys have respect for each other. But just to see Joel, and honestly, he's playing, he's better when he's in that Trowell mood. You know, when he's back, um, and after a, a game the other night where, you know, it was a tough win, but we scratched it out. Joel had a huge game, and he's messing around, and he's even trolling Tyrese Maxey, right, saying like, oh, you stunk tonight. And, and you know, Joel's just, he's just happy. He's happy, and he is in his stride right now. It's unbelievable. And down the stretch, big shot after big shot. By the way, after he had to come back after Blake Griffin almost rolled his ankle the wrong way, and, it, you know, it was sore. I bet it was hurting him, and he still finds a way to muscle through. But anyway... Joel Embiid and Tyrese Maxey, last night, what they did is mold the identity and the future. Those two are the future of this team. We don't know how much time Joel Embiid has, but we do know he still is playing <clears throat> at the best of his ability right now. And when you add talent like Tyrese Maxey, and this is why I keep saying with all these reactionary takes, you know, we're not far off. We get the right piece at the deadline. We get a wing that can help stretch the floor and help on both sides of the ball. When you have a guy elevating right now with the maturity level of Tyrese Maxey, you are not far off. You are not far off. And then you have Curry, who had a terrible, terrible first half. He comes back, and he shoots five for six in the second half, draining threes and just hitting a big one down the stretch. I mean, this team's not far off. And meanwhile, we win this game with Tobias Harris, who once again played terrible, four for 14 from the field with nine points. You know, like I've been saying, I think Tobias Harris, if the Sixers go out and, and get another piece, is going to have to revert into like that fourth option role. And I know it's 
There's an ego thing to it. But at the end of the day, you're just not cutting him in. And, and Tobias is taking, you know, contested shots. He's not making the game easy for himself. A lot of isolation just doesn't look right. And I think, you know, obviously the imminent trade is the 2-5 trade. But we get, we're going to have to see how Tobias kind of, you know, takes a seat in the back here. And, uh, you know, that one thing that really sticks out to me was late down the stretch. We didn't even talk about Maxi enough yet. But he hits two of the biggest threes from the corner, cashing it in. Like I said, just seeing the ice in his veins. And then he ends up, you know, hitting a little midi baseline to kind of help seal it. But on one of those late threes, Tobias Harris deferred. He was wide open, but he deferred to Maxi, and I thought that was a big step because he realized, you know, like, this kid has it right now. He has it, and, and it just shapes what we need to see going forward. If Doc Rivers now comes back or whenever he comes back out of protocols and we go down the stretch of games and Tobias has the ball in his hands, it just you're, you're just going to see it. It doesn't make sense. Doc will never come out of his ways. We literally saw the formula last night. For once, the Sixers solely ran through Tyrese Maxey and Joel Embiid in the fourth quarter, and we beat the best team in the Eastern Conference. We took down Kevin Durant and James Harden and the Nets. All right, and for all those people that want to talk defense, 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 you know what? Did we need elite defense to, to win that game? Because Kevin Durant and James Harden had 33 apiece. No, maybe all along what we needed was a point guard who could actually attack and get us buckets in crunch time. You ever think about that? Did you ever think about that? What's even better is the chemistry developing between these two who are the dynamic duo and the future of this team. And it's really scary to think about Maxie again, who's only 21. But here's Maxie's courtside interview after the game. You know, last game, Joel told me I was trash. He told me I was, <laughs> he told me I was trash last game, and I told him I got him this game. And, uh, hey, I just went out here and tried my hardest for my teammates. So a guy gets told he's trash, obviously, in a joking manner, but then he comes out and uses it as motivation to get better and has a huge game in, one, you know, in the best win of the year. Hmm. Another guy I know might have just took the next six months off. But anyway, then these two, who obviously, again, were poking fun at each other last game, they come out, and here's what they had to say this game. Ah, uh, there we go. Yo, you see what happened when you freaking shoot threes? <laughs> Come on, man. Come on, man. Come on, man. Come on, man. Oh, okay. 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 Mr. Embiid. Now, today, well, last time out, I think I shot 11 shots. I probably missed 10. <laughs> so today, let's see. Oh, I shot the three. You went great. Oh, there we go. Okay, I appreciate hey, that's that. That's how you respond to criticism. Come on, man. I told you I got you. Joel Embiid says that's how you respond to criticism. Little shot, subliminally, maybe, who knows? But um, yeah, man, that 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 clip right there really warms my heart. You can just see Joel's happy. He's got a guy that he trusts that he can go and defer to, and that you know can really just help take some of that pressure off his shoulders. But man, Maxi is just looking so far on the upside. I don't care. I'm not including him in any trade package. Okay, we need a wing to help complement. But Maxi's looking like a future stud and. You know, above all, like, we've had guys here that I've even put my trust in that have so much potential and upside and talent, but the difference between Maxi is he has this. He has the it factor. He's got the heart. He's willing to improve. Look at, I mean, honestly, I say Joel Embiid is in the MVP conversation. Maxi might be in the most improved player conversation. Look at what he's done last year to this year, and he's getting starter minutes now, and he's only 21. The, the kid has so much upside, and he's got the heart and is willing to get better and put it all on the floor every night. Absolutely beautiful. They have now molded the identity. They have molded the identity of the Sixers offense 
and what it should look like going forward. Maxi and Embiid, that's how the offense needs to run. And I'm telling you, if we add another piece and if the bench is consistent with guys like Niang providing spark like he did last night, nine points, three threes late in the game to help us out, Sixers are not far off. They can compete this year. But those are just all my thoughts I want to hear from you. Let me know down below in the comment section what you think. Everybody have a happy new year. Be safe. And like always, be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. And I will catch you in the new year. Peace. Perfect. Perfect.